the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Welcome back to another episode of No Buts About It. It is Tuesday, May 16th. I wasn't 100% sure there. Got a bit confused. It's now that I'm out of school, the the dates all kind of run together. But um, that is why we weren't here for a week. If you were wondering, we didn't drop off the face of the earth. Um, I graduated. I got my two very expensive pieces of paper. And uh, I walked across the stage and I was moving out. So we, we didn't really have time to get together. We didn't have time to um, record. That being said, what happened was, and I don't know why this happened because I did not expect this to happen with that episode. But the Jackson Mahomes episode where we talked about him getting arrested has over 160 views on YouTube making it our first YouTube video over 100, and, 100 views and definitely over 160, but it's our first YouTube video over 100 views. So thank you so much to everyone on YouTube who has watched that, who has watched the other videos, continues to watch the videos. Um, if you're new to the show, make sure to subscribe. We're trying to come up with new ideas and content as we speak. Uh, Pat McAfee is leaving... Uh, He's kind of leaving a hole in uh, the U- free YouTube creator space. He's still going to be on YouTube, but he just announced that he's got to deal with ESPN to be, he's going to be on ESPN. Uh, I believe he'll make $10 million a year was part of that deal. Some people are a little scared. It's going to ruin the Pat McAfee show. We'll see how that pans out. I still love Pat McAfee. He's a big inspiration for me, but uh, I don't trust ESPN personally where they are now. So, if you're from that group, welcome. We like to have fun on the show and talk football. We uh, just mess around. Chuss is still in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, wearing his 2021 ACC Champions University of Pittsburgh shirt. So um, I'm still wearing the God is great, beer is good, football's fun, Chuss is toxic shirt. I... <laughs> I think I might have worn this in the last episode. I have washed it since then. It has been a week, and I have washed it. I would hope so. I have washed it. I wore it to a Pittsburgh Pirates game. I went to a Pittsburgh Pirates game, and uh, we got three subscribers from that. And then I had one very old lady who told me that she loved the shirt, she loved the message, and she definitely only read the first line that says, God is great, which is true, but... I, I don't think she read the rest of the shirt, but that's fine. 
Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, big news that happened last week. Not a whole lot, but NFL schedules. We know who is playing when. We know where they're playing. We know who's in prime time. That's what people really care about. You have the list of teams that have the most primetime games, who has the least amount of primetime games. So who's got the most, who's got the least? Tell us, Chuss. So, oh, well, least would actually be zero. So, and that's pretty that's pretty bold, especially for some of these teams that are on the on the come up here. But uh, I'm kind of surprised about this. But we'll we'll go through all of them, including you know, we'll we'll just we'll just run through all of them. We've got time here. We've got okay. time. Yeah, we got time. So, yeah. So the amount of primetime games per team, starting with six, uh, this this list doesn't count the Black Friday games. So just keep that. I mean, there are probably are some games that will be played on Black Friday. Maybe it's even teams that have zero or one primetime games. I didn't really look that far into it. All I have is this list, my list of schedules for the Steelers, as well as yours, the Bengals, I'm sure. So, but let's get into it. There are four teams that have six primetime games, which includes the Kansas City Chiefs, Makes the sense. LA Chargers, Buffalo Bills, and the Stars. Or not the Stars. The Stars. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Dallas Stars are in the in the Western Conference Finals. So when I looked at Dallas and I saw the Stars, I immediately thought of the Dallas That's... Stars. So I'm not stupid. I'm just very <laughs> uh, hockey-oriented because hockey and NBA playoffs are getting down Chiefs, the wire here. Chiefs make sense. Chargers, I can see. It's who It's who in the Cowboys? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo makes sense. I'm a little, I'm a little unsure about the Chargers. Yeah, Char- it, just because they're just, I mean, they're okay, but I, I feel like you know, Kansas City makes sense. You know, you got Patrick Mahomes, the boy. They just won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. been talking about Buffalo. You know, Dallas. They claim that it's America's team. America's team times. that America hates. Yeah, so I, I don't, but that would make sense. L.A. Chargers just was kind of like an oddball for me a little bit. I, I mean, it would make sense maybe if it was the Rams because I feel like in at times the L.A. Rams tend to have more fans in their stadiums than the Chargers that aren't the opposing team. So, well, I don't know. I just at times. I mean, hey, that's because Kelly Stafford like... gave away tickets. You know about that, right? What to, to to which game? Matthew Stafford's wife. So she started doing it to all the games, but really the playoffs the year they won the Super Bowl. Because when they played, I believe it was the 49ers, um, there were more 49ers fans in the stadium than there were Rams fans. And she was like, I'm tired of this. It got to the point where Matthew Stafford had to use a silent count in his home stadium, which is usually something you only have to do when you're the visiting team. So Mm -hmm. she started giving away tickets online for free. That, oh, wow. I no, I didn't know about that. Well, I'm not I'm not really familiar with how LA's working, but if that's the case, and with I remember this was a couple years ago when the Chargers were still kind of rebuilding in a weird sense. I think we lost them because you know Steelers have been very inconsistent over the last couple of years, but I'm pretty sure that the Steelers fans that were there encompassed more of the Chargers fans in attendance for a regular season game. So for them to have six primetime games is pretty crazy and it makes me wonder considering you know you just mentioned you know with the la rams you know uh, the wife of matthew stafford she had to give away tickets and from what i've seen just with chargers games how big of a market is the football in la is my question because if there's more san francisco fans 
and not as many LA fans, <laughs> then what's the point of having the LA teams then at that point? I mean, I'm not saying that the LA teams are bad because I'm sure there's a ton of really diehard LA fans that may not even live in LA, but it makes me wonder how well, it could have panned out if St. Louis never lost their Rams. Because maybe that would have actually, you know, I mean, granted, they're kind of close to Kansas City, but, that's you know, different the... conferences and stuff, you know, probably would have wouldn't have been a bad thing. I mean, it's the same thing with like Pittsburgh and Philly. So I think most of the Chargers fan base is still in San Diego, to be honest. Yeah. Um, who true. what teams have no primetime games? Who is there any that maybe should have more? So, you know, the four teams, it kind of makes sense, but there is one team that I kind of disagree with just just in some aspects. But so we have Houston, Atlanta, uh-huh. Arizona, and Indianapolis that don't have primetime games scheduled. Hmm. Once again, excluding Black Friday. So, you know, Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night, you know, just so those four teams don't. I kind of disagree with Arizona just because I don't necessarily think they're that bad of a team no they I think suck they probably do they suck i mean i don't think they're that they're, bad i'm i'm gonna be the toxic one they suck they're gonna be the maybe the worst team in the league this year you think they're gonna be worse than some of these what about these some of these rookie quarterbacks i mean you know i mean you have houston with a rookie you'll have indianapolis with a rookie and i mean the steelers still got you know their primetime games last year so did cincinnati i'm sure a couple years ago when they had burrow what 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 makes and, you know these quarterbacks not as special? I mean, so. besides maybe Anthony Richardson, which we've talked about before, but he's a great um, guy. He, I mean, he's a very he, nice guy. He but, stayed but to skills... clean up the event. He said, "Hey, no, we made the mess. I'll clean it up." Anthony Richardson, stand-up guy. He's stand-up guy, but I hope he can also stand up during the football games. Hey, hey, don't. How he's an Indianapolis Colt now, so I'm going to so, but, bli- but blindly that, support though, him. <laughs> but also with that, though, if if he ends up being as good of a quarterback as, you know, people are saying that he is, why wouldn't you put them on primetime? That's true. For at least one game. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that's what I'm trying to get at. Maybe Arizona doesn't deserve it. No. But what about even, you know, Houston? You know, they just got, you know, two top top first round picks. They could they could be. I mean, they may not be great, but it might be fun for, you know, a team to watch, you know, Stroud play. I still can't like believe that. they did that. I can't believe that they traded up for the second and third they got the second and third round pick that's insane but yeah i mean i i don't think arizona is going to be that good though i mean i know they have kyler murray they still have d hop right now but that's really all they're working with i just don't think i don't know joe you really never know though that's the problem is like some teams could tank really really badly and still have primetime games i remember when the nfl used to do each team had a primetime game and now this year without them having primetime games kind of weird you know, and then obviously with one primetime game, only one, the Washington Commanders only have one mm-hmm. primetime game. So no. they are the only team with only one. And then uh, about five to six teams each have two or two to five. So Do we know? Let me see here if I can find. Bears at Commanders, Thursday night football. Man, that's going to yeah. be a great game. And Here. the Bears somehow, someway have four primetime games. So that's that's this is what I'm talking about. How do you it's it's clearly based on market. I get sometimes. But also, what about, you know, the other teams that might actually have good players? This is this year. This is something we're going to talk about later in the show. But Mm -hmm. there is a ton of hype around Justin Fields this offseason. And 
I don't know why. Um, Chicago has the same amount of primetime games as the Bengals, the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Lions. The Bengals have four. The Bengals, I know, are in the running for one of the Black Friday games. So that that could help that. But, yeah, I don't get how the Bears, who I think they had three wins – Last season, they did not. They I thought like three or four you, off the top of my head. The the average NFL fan cannot name three of their wide receivers on their team. Um, I don't know why they're on a primetime game unless it's going to be against the Packers. That's, Which would make sense. That one but also still that's four game or that's still three games that are left to be right undetermined. And Green Bay even has five primetime games even without Aaron Rodgers. Even without Aaron Rodgers. And That's it, insane hey, to me. Devont- like, that is just crazy. Devontae Adams came out today. He said he, he kind of threw some uh, shade at Aaron Rodgers. Mm, he said okay. you, can, you can erase all the numbers and you just write he didn't need Aaron Rodgers. He said he didn't need Aaron Rodgers to, to be as good as he is. So wow. we'll, we'll see how he does with Jimmy Garoppolo in Las Vegas. I like Jimmy G. Uh, you know, I hope he I hope he stands but. by that statement because <laughs> that's that's a bold that's a bold statement. I mean, it's it's really hard to tell. I mean, I hope for his sake that he does really good, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's a bold statement to make before the season's even started. Yeah, very very so. talented wide receiver, but to say that having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback didn't contribute to your career at all, that mm, that that is a little dirty to me. But did you watch the I know I sent you clips of it, but did you end up watching the L.A. Chargers schedule release video? I did not. No, I don't think so. They th- I, didn't, I didn't watch like the full thing or not. No. They threw so much shade at the teams they're playing. I, I've watched it like five times, and each time I watch something new, they released it in like an anime type thing oh yeah i did see that i did see that yeah. i had a couple people send that to me on so, yeah i think i did i didn't i didn't really watch it in depth just because i kind of like just would glance at it but so um the team that obviously got the most hate their division rivals was the kansas city chiefs and my favorite thing that they had for the kansas city chiefs was uh in a helicopter they had pat mcafee and aj hawk chasing a man in a wolf's mask who had just robbed a bank and mm. that was Chiefsaholic, who, if you don't know, has become a legend because he was he's a Ch- Kansas City Chiefs super fan who was arrested because he was robbing banks on his way to the regular season games, to the playoff games. And he was using the money that he robbed from the bank to pay for tickets into the show or into the game. And so that's kind of become... He's, he was the face of the Kansas City Chiefs fan base for a long time, and now he really is um, because everyone is making him into a meme. And the L.A. Chargers took full advantage of that. Um, the other one they also threw shade at was Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. Um, I sent you a <laughs> screenshot of this. You did, yes. Yes, it was... He's standing in a dark room in a dark room for his dark room retreat. He has the only thing that is lit is his ring. It's like glowing. And then in the background it says to-do list, another McAfee interview, tweet vaguely, do my own research, 
referencing COVID and schedule. And I can't say it's the name of that like plant or drug he likes to use. That's like yeah. herbal supplement, the Hayuka Shah appointment or whatever. <laughs> and then they also had, um, <laughs> this is bad. The charge, whoever is in charge of this video, they, they went all out. They had a photo of like Times Square in New York and up on one of the billboards, it's a lady wearing a Zach Wilson jersey and it says single cougars in your area. Mm. So they, the LA charge, maybe that's why they have all these primetime games because they maybe. threw, they threw all this shade and now all these teams are maybe saying, Hey, um, we want some revenge. You're making fun of our guys. You're making fun of our reputation. Uh, did, did anything stand out to you from that video that you? No, I mean, I just think it's funny. I, I mean, genuinely, <laughs> I, mean I, I just think, I think they, they were funny. Like some of the different, you know, people that they went after, you know, different teams and players and stuff that they were targeted. I, I think, I just think it was entertaining. You know, I, I, you can tell the new generation of social media mm-hmm. people are going in because you can tell that there's more light to some of these social media teams. A lot more, uh, you know, I know Buffalo was doing a lot of meme videos where they were actual memes and from like based on, you know, humor of high schoolers and early college students, you know, so I was, I was kind of giggling with some of those. I'm like, there's no way that Buffalo posted this. And then <laughs> the Steelers are posting more memes now too. Um, I'm sure the Bengals are the. Oh, the Bengals! Like, we got. It's just. It's, I, I know you're. You're. you're <laughs> I, I saw what you posted. It was kind of funny that they just started randomly DMing, you know, the players for the Bengals, asking them just the most random, absurd questions ever. How many raccoons? I don't remember who it was, but how many raccoons that, that your one guy could fight? Yeah, I don't know if it was. Um, see if I, I think it was Ted Karras, the center, that they asked about the raccoons. Yeah. Um. They asked DJ Reader, do you know the Muffin Man? And he responded, the Muffin Man. And they said, yeah, the guy that lives on Drury, Drury Lane. He said, oh, we all know the Muffin Man. <laughs> um, they asked Evan McPherson, the kicker, if the, he thinks washers and dryers are friends. And he said, I would think so. They work together. And they said, does that mean we are friends? They asked... <laughs> Sam Hubbard, what is your third favorite cereal? Not first, third. He responded, random, but probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then, yeah, they asked Ted Karras, how many raccoons could you realistically fight at once? He said, LOL, do I have a weapon? They said, nope. He said, three dozen. So he can fight (laughs) 36 raccoons at the same time with his bare hands. Um, That's a tough man right there. And now we've got Joe Burrow showed up to – practice yesterday with a headband absolutely jacked i mean dude's, dude's gonna throw a freaking 500 yard bomb out of the stadium his arms are huge but uh he now that's become the thing is headband joe on social media and then i'm crying out loud my favorite uh schedule release video so it's it's up there with the Chargers. it's tied with the chargers i think was the tennessee titans where they went around Nashville asking people to name the teams that they were playing and just by showing them the logos. And the Bengals became the Boston Bobcats, which the social media team just 
they went right into it. They're like, you're 2024 Super Bowl champions, the Boston Bobcats. Let's go. Like, I'm a Boston Bobcat mm-hmm. fan. We all Boston Bobcat fans now. It was so funny, which gave us an idea. Um, hopefully, will happen this week. We need to get scheduling down. We are going to have Jonathan Avocado on, who is our Lions fan, who he's excited for. He just decided that he would be a Lions fan he, a couple months ago, by the way. He has never yes, watched the NFL yes. that much. So this is he had to pick a team. He picked the Lions, and now – Oh man, this is this is going to be a very exciting show. Mm-hmm. He's been listening to the show. He enjoys the show. He enjoys learning about the drama. So he wanted to come. He asked if I dedicate myself to a team and learning about the team and following them for a season. Can I come on the show? And I was like, "That's great. We're gonna have him on to just you know talk about, give his opinion, kind of see what he's figuring out." But first, because the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Detroit Lions for the first game of the NFL season. I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but they're going to come on, or he's going to come on, and we're going to show him all 32 teams' NFL logos. Mm-hmm. And we're going to mm-hmm. see which ones he can name. I've already showed him a few, and it was funny, the responses he was coming up with. And he, I didn't tell him the team names, the actual team names. He's not allowed to Google them. Uh, he's going to do no research. He's not going to study. This is going to be all off the cuff just by what the logo is and his prior knowledge of what the teams he remembers being around. But it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. He has already DM Patrick Mahomes and asked Patrick Mahomes to sit out the first game of the season. But Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay I mean, that's that's – Okay. I don't think he, he has not received a response yet. He probably would have had better luck DMing Brock Purdy saying that he should sit out week one because Brock Purdy probably would sit out week one. Oh, wait. He already is. So. Whoa. Whoa. Dude, he's got an injury. He's got an arm I know, injury. but, like, it makes more sense because at least at that point, it would just be kind of funny because maybe Brock Purdy would have been like, uh, hey, buddy, I actually already am sitting out. I'm hurt. But instead, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is probably just going to, like, look at it shrug his shoulders and delete the message if he even reads it yeah i was gonna say if he looks at it i'd be honored if he looked at it and left me unread (laughs) well i mean there's also the thing i don't know if you've ever gotten dms from like random accounts promoting jewelry or whatever Mm -hmm. um if you go into requests you can click on them and you don't have to even leave them on scene you can just delete Mm -hmm. or accept it so he can even just read it and just delete it after he's done looking at it so he like in at the bottom of the message he was like you should sit out of the game because you you've got to take care of your brother or something like that. I was like, oh, oof. 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 that's that's a tough <laughs> one. That's a tough that's a tough conversation. I'm sure Patrick's very not is probably not that happy. No, 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 no. Being no. being the face, pretty much one of the faces of the NFL, and having to deal with his brother going to jail and everyone being like oh patrick mahomes his brother that was a a very good impression of the entire nfl fan base i I mean it is (laughs) you know i don't i don't know why but speaking of fan bases you know i was i was i went i don't know how i ended up on his page but i ended up on gardner Minshew's instagram page okay he doesn't post that much but i ended up on his page not too long ago and i was going through the comments and ever and and he posted a picture i guess of him in an eagles jersey you know playing or whatever 
and he and I was going through the comments and everybody like the Eagles fans were literally just trashing on him just saying oh you're trash bro go go somewhere else go play in Jacksonville like they were just ripping into this guy I was like oh my gosh they're like you cost us this you cost us that and blah 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 and I was like holy oh my god like it, is, it was it was actually like really sad no wonder the dude doesn't post you on Instagram cost much. us the, the, the Eagles Super Bowl you didn't play in I mean, it's I just your fault. <laughs> well, I just I was just so blown away by it. I, I kind of just want to read some of these just real quick, just since we're on the topic of it. Um, I'm gonna go to the one where he is celebrating, and for anyone that's referencing, it's kind of like this. I don't know if you guys can see it, but he he's there and he's celebrating. Look at how excited okay, he is. He's excited. You know, Happy people Gardner. are saying, you know, let's go. Uh, somebody says, terrible. You're absolute trash of a quarterback and ruined Hurts streak. Get out of here, bro. You let us lose loose. To the Saints, are you serious? Garbage. You're such a bad quarterback. If we win the Super Bowl this year, you ain't getting no dang ring. Your your <laughs> ring is getting revoked, bomb. You better be packing your dang bags tonight. God almighty savior, if you let this man back on the field next week, I promise not to look at any more... <laughs> very beautiful women on instagram anymore but i don't want to see him in the sideline either leave him on the bud i'm guessing on the bus please thank you Gar- like f you take that jersey off you you just need to leave the eagles be and bounce my guy you're the definition of choke bro did, you suck what did he <laughs> do like, he, he lost the he lost the one cowboys game i guess they lost this yeah but they too. said that he he Ended Jalen Hurts' streak. They're acting like they benched Jalen Hurts randomly. No, he he got hurt. Yeah, Jalen Hurts yeah, got hurt. Jalen Hurts ended his own streak. Gardner so. is innocent. We we yeah, stand with Gardner I, on this show. I, I feel really bad though. Like I, I don't I don't like seeing any player get hurt. You know, even uh, you know Gardner Minshew or anybody aside. That, that just that's sad. And we you know? stand with Eagles Gardner. Lo- yeah, we stand with Gardner. We stand with Gardner. Solidarity. We stand with him. Yeah. So I just I feel so bad. I just I feel bad for all the hate that you know a player uh, would receive, especially from a fan base like that. But also, Philadelphia is known to be a very, 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 very toxic fan base. So yeah, so I'm not surprised that they commented that. But it's still just very sad, especially for a player that's trying his hardest. He's trying his hardest. Like you go on some of these other backup quarterbacks, none of them are getting trash. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you hardly see any of that. Everyone's just. You know, no one like I said, no wonder he doesn't post at all. Except for Mitch. You trash on Mitch all the time. Yeah, but I'm not gonna comment on his page saying that Mitch is bad, but also You'll just put it on YouTube. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I just I just feel bad. Like, I mean, it genuinely I'm not gonna, you know, tell him he's trash and stuff to his Instagram page. I feel like this is also a waste of text. Where he draws the line. So he'll put it on a yeah. podcast, he'll put it on Spotify, he'll put it on YouTube. Won't put it on the Instagram page. Maybe I'm having a change of heart. You maybe I'm having a maybe, change of heart. Maybe. I don't know. It does say trust is toxic for a reason. Yeah, but maybe I'm having a change of heart right now. Maybe I feel bad. Maybe I feel nah, bad. No, nah, no. Nah. You know, the Steelers. Did you hear what the Steelers did, though? What? The Steelers have signed Mason Rudolph. Did they really? Back. Yeah, they did. He is probably going to be our third string. That just reminded me. So, you know you know how I was telling you about the streak that the Bengals have since 2013. They have had someone from Fort Wayne on the team. Yes. Okay. That was going to end this year. 
And but the, they signed someone for Fort Wayne, didn't they? They just signed an undrafted free agent wide receiver who went to the same high school as Jesse Bates. Um, to their practice squad right now, I don't know if he'll get moved up. Um, see, it, We'll see if he makes the 53-man roster, probably as a special teams guy. But, hey, it counts. <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting. I, that was the most excited I've ever been to see an undrafted free agent signing. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. I think you messaged that maybe to me and Stan or something that that happened, or I, I don't remember. But I felt like you mentioned that to me, and I just it just totally went over my head. But my my uh, the reason I brought it up is just because my mom was very uh, excited because she she likes Mason Rudolph. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, Good old helmet so. head. Hey, listen that that whole situation was that, that was a tough that was a tough day. I didn't even see it happen live. I just I, I fell asleep during that game. A very sad day. Fake fan. Um, let's fake fan. It was prime time game, bro. It was a school night. I, I was tired. <laughs> I, 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 I was. It was like 2018, 2019. I was up at like 6:30. I don't. It was either Monday night or Thursday night. If it was Thursday night, that makes much more sense. But now as a college student, it's easier for me to stay up late and wake up early. But as a high schooler, it's not that easy. Oh, little baby. Let's talk about Justin Fields, who we mentioned him early in the show. I said we'd talk about him. This guy, I don't know what he did this offseason. Maybe you have seen something that I haven't. But everyone, I've seen some boards where they've got him in, like, top ten quarterbacks in the league. I um, have no idea what he's done. But, yeah, they're, keep going. They're talking about how Justin Fields is you know, the new franchise quarterback for the Chicago Bears, for sure. He's settled in. He's going to be great. Granted, he has not had a lot to work with. I'll give him that. But. Last season was not a phenomenal season for Justin Fields, and I've got his stats right here. He had two games where he had under 100 passing yards, both to division rivals. In week two, he had 70 passing yards to against Green Bay. And in week 17, the final game of the season, he had 75 passing yards against Detroit. And a lot of people talk about him using his legs. They love him using his legs. I think this guy might be the next Lamar Jackson, but not in the way that Chicago Bears fans want him to be. I think he's going to end up being this guy who has to overuse his legs, gets hurt a lot because of it, and doesn't have a strong passing game. Lamar has a decent passing game, but Justin Fields did not have a single game over 300 yards last season uh, passing. He had one. He had two games where he eclipsed 200 yards against Minnesota and Green Bay. What do we think of Justin Fields? What do you think of Justin Fields? Well, Justin Fields, I feel like it's kind of a, it's interesting that all of a sudden there's a ton of hype around him. I haven't seen a whole lot, you know, anywhere of people saying, oh, he's been working out a lot more. Look at him throwing and stuff. I also don't really follow the Bears that much. I mean, usually I only follow, you know, specific teams more than others you know i only follow a certain amount of accounts on instagram so i don't always see what's happening with some teams chicago obviously being one of them and the thing with the bears you know is they didn't really have that good of a season last year grand like i said he didn't have a lot to work with but i don't know how much the bears have done this offseason i mean they have made some moves but i don't know if it's enough to solidify justin fields as that guy i mean he could be that guy but throwing under 100 passing yards in any sense, should not make you 
you know, the next big thing. I mean, yes, you need time to develop, but he joined the Bears in 2021. He, he was drafted that year. And he is he is now going into his third season, technically. So a lot of people would say it could be his second just because the one year's a rookie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, they throw that out the window. It's his third season. And, you know, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of promise last year. I mean, I mean, granted, he didn't have a lot to work with. I mean, Chase Claypool at one point was wide receiver one. So, and Chase Claypool obviously did not have a really good le- year last year. They obviously, you know, Chase Claypool was traded from the Steelers because he was not playing that good. Ended up going to Chicago, you know, hoping for a change. Still nothing happened with him. He was still just kind of just in the middle. So, but with Justin Fields, I think you do bring up a good point. I think that Justin Fields, I think a lot of people want him to be like Lamar Jackson, but the problem is, is he doesn't throw like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson at least will get, it's weird because I remember having him in fantasy, I believe it was last year or the year before, but homie would throw, you know, 200 yards passing in a game and then rush for 150 yards for an encompassed amount of 350 yards and like three or four total touchdowns, which is insane. Whereas Justin Fields, he might run for 100 yards, but he might only throw 70. So then at that point, you know, you're only, it's only at 170, you know? Mm -hmm. So like Lamar would just like, his stats were just so buffed because of that. Now, I I do think that, you know, Lamar Jackson has been injury prone over the last couple of years. You know, we've even seen it with running backs themselves, you know, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley are two that I can think of right off the top of my head. When you overutilize a guy when they're in their running ability, they are going to get hurt. You know, they were overusing Christian McCaffrey in Carolina. They were definitely overusing Saquon Barkley in New York the longest time before they actually started getting some stuff down. Granted, in the Giants right now, their wide receivers are still all over the place. I feel like a lot of times their wide receivers get hurt. You know, they had all these most random wide receivers ever. But <laughs> but it's not here nor there. But for a while, Saquon kept getting hurt. And Christian McCaffrey kept getting hurt in Carolina. And, you know, granted, we haven't seen – you know, full season of him in San Francisco, but they don't utilize him as much in San Francisco. So he's more or less going to get, you know, hopefully less hurt. And why that's relevant is if Justin Fields or even a Lamar Jackson per se, if a team wants him to scramble as much as he can, eventually he's going to get hurt because, you know, and as a quarterback, if you're meant to throw the ball and you're running and you're taking big hits and all of this stuff because you're not it's not like a wide receiver is going up against a cornerback you're you're going up against these you know defensive linemen you're going up against these linebackers you're going up against these big people especially if you're running out of the pocket mm-hmm. to the left you know left to the right you could you could meet you know miles you know miles you know miles garrett miles garrett i was gonna say miles <laughs> jack but i was gonna say miles jack but i don't miles jack ain't gonna tackle him but uh, Miles, I was gonna, I was, I was blanking for a minute. But yeah, like Miles Garrett, you can meet him on the side. You can meet a, like TJ Watt on the one side. You can meet and wherever you're at, like whatever team you're playing, you could have struggles because of you know how you know if you're moving out of the pocket so much. I mean, it can work, but we didn't see it work that successfully in uh, Chicago last year. Baltimore did have a little bit more success with the run game. So yeah, I mean, so we've talked about how the Jets, their last. 4,000-yard passer was Joe Namath. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at a chart the other day. The Chicago Bears have never had a 4,000-yard passer. And they're an older – they're an old franchise. Mm -hmm. I think they're technically the first franchise if you follow their history back. Yeah. But um, 
2,242 passing yards is what Justin Fields had last season. I just don't see him as the guy, based on what we've seen so far, and he did improve from his rookie year to this year. but Which is good. Which is it's good. good. That's improvement. But I don't know. I mean, there were guys who, by their sophomore year, you were like, this guy is going to be our franchise guy. Joe Trevor Burrow. Lawrence. Justin, or not. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence. Justin Herbert. Josh Allen. Uh, Mahomes really took off in his sophomore year because he was, yeah, he was behind his rookie year. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Behind that first so, year, yeah. I mean, those guys, you've looked at them and you're like, they're going to be or for sure. Because I, I haven't looked at that. I haven't looked at Justin Fields and been like, he's our guy. And I didn't look at Mac Jones and say, he's that guy. And Mac Jones is kind of slumping now. Now we're kind of, now the Patriots fans are kind of like, do is, is this our guy? Is this the guy we're working with here? Which Mac Jones has a lot of history on his shoulders that he's working with. But at the same time, it's like, are you mm-hmm. going to be the franchise? Can you be the franchise? Um, I mean, but the thing with Mac Jones also is, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you have the development of quarterbacks, but it feels like Mac Jones, like you said, almost just hit a slump or just like has just like panned out. I mean, because he'll have somewhat big games, but then other games he's just not that good. <laughs> and like, I don't know why. It reminds me a little bit of, you know, Zach Wilson at times, but also Zach Wilson has been was so inconsistent last year. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to compare him to Mac Jones when Mac Jones was at least somewhat consistent. I get that, you know, Patriots fans are mad that, you know, or a little frustrated that they're not consistently making playoffs like they did with Tom Brady. But in fairness, you know, I mean, you're, you're in a rebuilding state. You have to eventually get a quarterback. If it, I don't know if it'll be Mac Jones. You know, you hope that it is for the, for the team just because. Well, I hope know, that it's Bailey Zappi. I mean that that would be kind of cool too. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you hope that you find the quarterback nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I, you know, going back to the Jets, you know, Aaron Rodgers is only going to have a couple years, and then what are you going to do? Same thing with Tampa. Tampa, like I'm, I think Tampa might be a really not not that great of a team. <laughs> not going to be good. I, I don't think they're going to be that good. I mean, nothing against Baker, but like they lost all of their star players. You know, they star. they had Tom Brady for three years ish, right? Three years, and um. You know, it's one of those things where for New England, for them to, you know, get rid of Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi and bring in like a, you know, like a like a Ryan Tannehill, for example. You know, I mean, he's he's not as old as like an Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, he's still in his like mid 30s. You only got so much time with these quarterbacks and then eventually you're going to have to find a replacement Mm -hmm. anyway. So might as well just start young anyway and try. And if they're not that good, okay, well, then just find a new young quarterback you know, draft one in the sixth round or seventh round or fourth or fifth round and maybe get a Tom Brady diamond in the rough or something. I don't know. Just try. I mean, or you'll end up with like a, a Malik Willis or a Nate Peterman. Who A lot of these teams have John Wolford. That's who I was thinking of. They, they just signed John Wolford, um, mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did, who was a backup in L.A. But – I see, I think a lot of these teams have a win now mentality. Yeah. Where they're tired of people saying, "Oh, you don't have a Super Bowl, so they're just going to go get one." And they yeah. throw away the future. Uh that's kind of what LA did with Matthew Stafford. Um Jets kind of seem to be doing that. Tampa did that. A lot of their star players are gone now because they retired or were lost in free agency. That's why I, I kind of like what the Bengals are doing. And I think it 
teams are going to realize it's smart to just kind of build the atmosphere, have your core guys, and then find your replacements in the draft. Get really good at drafting rookies and replacements because but and, and yeah and, and i mean you even see that in kansas city too mm-hmm. i mean you know yep. i know patrick mahomes you know like he's just working with the youngest guys ever and they ended up being like way better than right. what people expected them to be especially sky Moore. Like Isaiah pacheco you know yeah, yeah exactly. pacheco sky Moore. he Some made juju look are, good he made juju look yeah, fantastic I mean, yeah and juju was not playing at his best capacity in pittsburgh now he is a patriot so maybe right. maybe that'll help matt but, jones but also we'll see but you still. you replace like safety. I mean, R.I.P. Jesse Bates and Von Bell. But we brought in Jordan Battle. We have the man now in, from the third round. We got Miles Murphy, who I just got my Sports Illustrated magazine that was supposed to come a month ago. He was. They had him set nice. tenth overall, and we got him at pick number twenty eight. And eight. Joey Porter fell to the Steelers at, you know, we the saying, second pick. We saying, so uh, we may, may be saying bye to Trey Hendrickson, but we got Miles Murphy. And that's what these teams need to do. They need to draft well, get good at drafting, replace the guys you can replace. Keep your key guys. I'm not saying, like, get a new quarterback every five years, but we've got Joe Burrow. We've got Jamar Chase. Those guys are going to be Bengals for a while. T. Higgins will probably be a Bengal for a while. Logan Wilson, Evan McPherson. You've got the big names. You can replace the other guys, though. And for the fan base, it sucks because you have memories with guys. Um, like, it sucks losing Bell and Bates and Hayden Hurst. I mean, it's but... also nothing against free agents or trades either mm. because, once again, trades can work and free agents can work. Like, for example, Chicago did take that risk of taking up Chase Claypool, who wasn't doing good in Pittsburgh, and ended up getting a trade for him, and he ended up going to, you know, Chicago, but he was young. So, like, yes, you know, you take that chance with some of these players. I'm not saying – you know, don't don't trade or don't pick up players in the free agency because sometimes you can get some diamonds in the rough. But the problem is also is just like you said, you know, if you're not developing for the future, your team's going to down the line struggle in the future and the future might come a lot sooner than you anticipate. And it's going to hit the team like a truck. Mm. And you're already seeing that in Tampa. That team got hit like a truck. LA. Like this is yeah, LA is gonna get hit like a truck. I mean, well last they year. Yeah, did. They got, I mean, they were they were hurt with a lot of injuries and stuff, but well, I mean, we'll see, because now this year they won't have the excuse of oh Matt Stafford's hurt, Cooper Cup's hurt, Aaron Donald is fighting an injury here and there, or whatever they said. I, I don't really remember, but there was a lot of, you know, panic that was going on in LA last year. But nonetheless, um, I just you need to get better at like drafting, trading, and you know making picks that are developmental for the future. You know, even if you get a 26, 27 year old guy to replace a player that you lost in free agency who might have been 34 years old, hey, you're taking that step backwards, and you're not getting like a 34 year old replacement for your 34 year old player. You're at least going at least somewhat backwards. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just I agree with you on that. I agree with you. And as for you know, you know Cincinnati, like I said, you know I I hate to always you know side with and accept you guys as a good team but you guys are a good team you know coming from a from Steelers fan but you guys also know how to thank you Duke you know, Tobin work how to yeah and I'm hoping Omar Khan for the Steelers actually I mean we 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 seem to pretty much have a really good draft if everyone pans out you know they gave us like an A rating or something so a bunch of people you know a lot of teams said it was a good draft but I mean I mean we'll see how Porter plays out and we'll see how all these guys play out you know hoping you know broderick is good and 
you know, have you, so on and so Have forth. you ordered your Jordan Battle jersey yet? My Jordan Battle jersey? No, I actually have not. Um, haven't. I mean, also right now, I don't think they have. Do they have battle jerseys up yet? Um, because I know a lot of times they have first round talent before they have like anyone in the second or third round. Because I remember I wanted a, I wanted to get a, like a Pickens jersey last year or a year before that, like right when he got drafted, or well, it wouldn't have been a year before, but like when he got drafted last year, I wanted to get a his jersey, and I couldn't get it immediately until he started like actually producing. Now could be a chance. I can't see that. Is that? Is that Jordan Battle? He's gonna be twenty seven. Wow. Yeah. But All right, so I can't get it. I don't know. I, I might have to get a shirt first before I invest in a, in a jersey. I don't know how I could. Then again, I don't wear jerseys as much as t shirts, so it might uh, might work out. But I I have been looking more towards a uh, Kenny Pickett University of Pittsburgh blue and gold jersey since I will be <laughs> since I will be meeting him. <laughs> In, in June, re-meeting him again, you know, so I figured, you know, hail to pit, so. I'm the only one who can do that. It's really nice. Um, but, yeah, that's exciting for you. But we're coming up on the hour. So, uh. 45. Yeah, 45. Let's, let's, you, do you have anything more you want to say? Uh, no. No, okay, so. so we're good. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm good. Good show, good show. Um, thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butts Show. Our social media pages are No Butts underscore show on Instagram and No Butts Show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2. That's the number two at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop where you can find awesome merch such as this. That link to that will be in the description, so make sure to check that out. Once again, if you enjoyed today's show, like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, go do something nice for someone.